sure glad we said we were going to start at 11, because, man, we started right at 11. <laughs> <laughs> we really did. All right. So. Oh uh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is all I'm going to say. I know I'm the matter. piece of shit in this scenario. <laughs> Anyway, last time in this scenario. Last time on Torch of the Tavern. That's not how I begin things. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Torch of the Tavern. Hi, guys. We are a real play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast. Uh, my name is Jameson Oxford. Today, I will be your master of haikus. And uh, yeah, we, we played D&D. <laughs> The energy's weird again this time, but it's always weird. Uh, to my left, or something like that. Uh, to his left is uh, a very tired but awake boy uh, here to do his fucking best, save some kids. I, I'll be honest with you, it's Faye things. I'm just going to follow their lead and hope for the best at this point. <laughs> and uh, it's your boy, Dylan Bennett, out here, just probably gonna die i don't know man I've, i just assume i'm gonna die at some point there's not much else jay can do to me <laughs> to my left to die would be a great and adventure. to his left is once again reprising the role of supposedly last the half-orc paladin somehow got roped into this chicken shit outfit uh it's strata oh what have we become but anyway to my left <laughs> this chicken hey, outfit. uh it's it's ryan i play roy if I'm if I'm gonna be real with you for a second, not too long ago I was playing as Cloud Strife, and I can't wait to be doing that again soon. After D and D, of course. To my left. Is it me now? It can be. I asked that before, but in my technological genius, I had uh, hit the mute button. So uh, <laughs> I guess that's me now. That's how we know it's you, Mitch. So uh, this yeah. is me. It's Mitch. This is my second introduction, the verse of which you will not hear. But don't worry, this is probably not any more entertaining. I play Bruce, the Goliath, dad casting the dad, trying to take care of all these fucking dumb, young, and human things, getting them from point A to point B. Now we got a whole box of kids we got to deal with. And to my left... Uh, to his, the only other character who he probably couldn't classify as young, but still might classify <laughs> as dumb, is Jeff. The, the devilish man in a hat, playing once again the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. I think that uh, Mr. Grimm isn't so much devilish as the old school version of queer. <laughs> like, you know, that man is quite queer. <laughs> yeah, queer isn't strange, weird, or off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yep, he's definitely right. he's definitely we weird with a Y. Uh, and I, I don't want to <laughs> take too much time tidying up this tavern, because why bother at this point, guys? We... Time is blended together. It seems like we're in the Feywild. Disease COVID. is running rampant. Uh, the power of spring really did take off, and I apologize for that. That was not my intention for it to carry out of my world into the real one. Uh, and we've been trapped in this tavern together for entirely too long. Um, it's it's a torchlit it's a torchlit tavern. It if you Google it, you'll find it. Um, I don't I don't think you're listening in these times because you have like Netflix in front of you as opposed to a podcast. <laughs> so. Once again, yes, you can find us anywhere. Be safe during these trying times. We got a Facebook, a Twitter, a Patreon. All of it's at Torchlit Tavern. 
Honestly, you guys got we free time. You got stuff to do. Why don't you visit these things? Mm. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's like blogs on our website and stuff. Some of some of us may have free time. They'll interact with you. That's true. That is very true. Some of us do have lots and lots and lots. I could do that. This is our chance to all make new internet friends. And we love internet friends. Yes. Because they're like real friends, but they don't touch you. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Randall, you've been doing internet friends wrong all along. (laughs) Since when? (laughs) When did it start? (laughs) Don't tell me. This is why it's important to make sure everyone gets the memo. (laughs) Where was the memo? (laughs) <laughs> Jay, you're fine. That's it. That's all we need right there. Uh, Randall, um, can somebody please take Randall over to the corner of the tavern and explain to him things yeah. that weren't explained to him as a young boy? And I'll go yeah. ahead and give everyone the recap. <laughs> are you guys telling me? Person, this this way, this way, this way. Come on. Okay, Randall. So we're Man, gonna. Prince of bees fuck. I'm gonna bring up an anatomical sketch on my smartphone, and you're gonna point to where. <laughs> What does it mean getting a virus then? Uh, no, that still means that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so anyway, means the same thing. All right, last time, last time on Torch the Tavern, uh, the guys had a big old fight. At Torch the Tavern they, uh, on they... all the things, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. just Torch the Tavern everywhere. Uh, you're listening, you know. Tell a friend. We had a scrap. Tell a friend online. Take, make a paper airplane, spray it with sterilizer, and then just hit somebody in the side of the head from. As far away as you can, really. It's all about, like, distance with a paper airplane. Um, distance and accuracy. Last time I talked to the tavern. into lethal darts, I'm just saying. <laughs> Did you say blow darts? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, real quickly. Strana, are you still recording in a communal space? All spaces are communal. Fair. That's not true. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to have to read until 11. COVID. I have people to actually come in and eat lunch at lunch. All right, everybody. Last time on Torchlit Tavern, uh, our boys got into a scuffle. They found a uh, a group. It was an accident. I it, I told you a kerfuffle. A kerfuffle. Uh, a scrap. A scrap. A kerfuffle of a scuffle. Uh, they got into some chicanery, as my good buddy Strani likes to say. Some debauchery. Mm, actually, you know what? Surprisingly, a lack of debauchery for this group. Really, I felt some debaucherous actions happening. Mm, I, I, remember, remember when I got flanked? Yeah, but like that. So Octung has the ability to choke somebody, and I didn't get the chance to do it. That would have been debauchery. Remember when that guy got run over by a train? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm really glad the train joke made a return. <laughs> they ran the train on the Dread Knight. He died very quickly. Yeah, so they fought uh, some warriors of Bree that they found way north of the uh, city or of the country lines that are not supposed to be here. They were carrying a strange box, and after our men of the show just wiped them out with spells and swords and lots of heroic um, lies about who they are. Larry, Daryl, whatever your name is. I'm not even sure anymore. Am I Barry? Yeah, they, who knows? I don't know who you are. Uh, long story short, they killed everybody and found out that inside the box were a group of strange half-fairy children? At least that's what Grimm and uh, Avil, I believe, were led to believe and kind of told everyone. These children asked our heroes for help because... There were more like them that were in a nearby fort, and over the tree line, you guys can see this fort sort of belching smoke, and uh, just, you know which way to go, you've been asked to help, and you're already supposed to scout the area, and you've seen the enemy. So, did anybody excuse the fort for belching? I don't think they right. did. 
I'm gonna take you out back, bud. So, <laughs> so we know that we're supposed to go that way, right, Jay? That's what you're telling us. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think we can all agree we should go the other way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, two things that I want to address because I'm a bad DM, and this shouldn't be news to anybody who's listened. But uh, there were two items I handed out that I didn't describe for Mitch and Jeff. One of which is Jeff received a magic item on his own when he left the realm of Fae. Uh, I talked to Jeff about this. He, it is a magic item that is similar to the Vindrune in D&D Beyond. I think it's from uh, March of the Gi- or uh, Walking with the Giants. But it allows him uh, short bouts of flight. It gives him a, like a little levitate ability and like a feather fall. It's basically just this flight. But instead of the Vindrune, he has a small bottle with a glowing light in it that I'm calling the bell jar. And if you rattle it, you may or may not hear a small angry fairy in it. And I talked to Jeff about this. There's a fair chance that you'll hear something if it's rattled. I've learned to just not question you, dude. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And the other one is uh, Bruce uh, wanted a cannonball of returning which I've modeled after the Dor- after the Dorvan thrower. So basically, it is a a uh, an item made by Cork that was given to Bruce during the handout, and that item is uh, a you, um, stats of a throwing hammer. It's a cannonball that returns to his hand when he calls it back, and it does an extra two d eight damage to dwarves instead of giants because Cork transposed the ru- the runes. Yeah. Uh, is there something <laughs> Mitch, wrong with Mitch, Mitch said he had to be right back. Oh, did he? Oh. Uh, so those two items are in play. You didn't get to, you. I, I asked you guys not to use them because I hadn't had them ready for you guys. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's okay, Roy. Me and you will just loot this fort. <laughs> Done. And we pick up with you guys just sort of looting the battlefield because that happens. You guys can do that. I know I've deterred it so many times, but I'm going to try to reinstitute it as a concept uh, that that you can do that. Sweet. Uh, I rolled random loot, and I rolled real bad for this one. So sorry. Yay. Invest- investigation is what you use for that, so I'll do that. Yeah, on go brand. ahead. You're real good uh, at that. I'm very good at it because uh-huh. I just rolled uh, 30. Cool, because I got a nat one. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, you find uh, on He's a magic the- rogue. I'm the search rogue. <laughs> 30 investigation. Uh, real quick, Dylan just sort of rifles through everyone's pockets. Uh, he finds on the Dreadguard, a pouch, and inside there is 100 platinum pieces. You guys can figure out how to divvy that up in, uh, in the group chat, maybe. And then you also find on the two uh, Warlocks, they each carry a focus, and it's not magic or anything. If you're a Warlock, you can use it as a spell focus. But basically, it's just this jeweled, golden, uh, fancy 50 gold piece uh, uh. focus for Warlocks. I hand the focuses off to Roy just because Warlock, and maybe I shouldn't have, you know, items from people that worship the same dude I used to. And as for the 100 Platinum, I'm just going to give 25 to each of the four guys. Yeah, yeah, I'll hold on to that for you. Yeah, I'm just going to give it to 20, uh, 25 each for them and take none for myself. That's easy. I mean, right. yeah. Thank it, you. It, it does divide by 20 as well, but... Yeah, but he's, I, I know, he's got but money, though. rich. <laughs> yeah, if, if I need money, I'll ask them, and if I like, if I really need it, I'll just ask. <laughs> Otherwise, good. I don't need the money. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, so yeah, um, we pick up 
there's smoke on the horizon coming from this uh, fort. Uh, it seems to be a few miles off, and the fairy kids have sort of run off. They're trying to make good. The one has agreed uh, that if you go and save his his kin, that he will meet you uh, like a mile west of that fort to help you shepherd them somewhere else and to go meet his mother, who uh, he refused to talk about, but he did make this deal with you. Uh, a deal that he refused to shake hands with because he's, like I said, strangely aware of uh, Skeleman bullshit or Fairyman bullshit. Strangely. Strangely. Because he's a faby. Alright. Y'all ready to go fucking save some kids? Uh, yeah. Let's make our way. I got an idea for when we get there. I'm gonna need Canton's ring. And, uh... uh, uh, What? What? It might be stuck on Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can get. Are you I, fucking? I mean, kidding? we can we can try. I don't. Well, I gave it. I gave it a wiggle. It didn't. It didn't want to go nowhere. Uh you got like some some lard. Can I press I'm to digitize to lard? Uh, uh, oil. Something. Ky. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I think I got something. I do actually have a bullseye lantern filled with oil, so I can put that on a stupid fat finger. Toe. 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 He's a Goliath. It wouldn't fit on any of his fingers. Pinky toe. I want to warn you. Yeah, I want to warn you that uh, the first time that Bruce uh, would take fire damage, his foot will light on fire. That won't matter. We can wash <laughs> off the oil. <laughs> With what? Water? Water. I have water skin. I have Dirt. inventory, guys. It's oil. <laughs> you can't wash off oil. You scrape that off with a dagger. You scrape off oil with a dagger? I want or to stay. warn you that this is the third pair of boots Bruce has ever stick. bought. <laughs> okay, my idea was... I do have a sharp edge stick. <laughs> I found it in the forest. I thought that was innuendo. I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting the plan. <laughs> I'm half tempted to just abandon the planning so they can just see what fucking happens. <laughs> that is on brand. This planning thing is weird. <laughs> but it's also on brand for us to have a plan and for it to go terribly wrong. That's true, too. Yeah, we always have a plan. It never works, and we rarely even follow it, but we always have one. All right. You have to make a plan so that so that like you could piss off Bob. <laughs> God damn. Right. What, what did they do this I mean, time? My plan is simply, uh, actually, Jay, what's your equivalent of, like, the Greeks in your world? Like, closest equivalent. Uh, uh, Tindor. Tindor is a, is, uh, similar Tindor? to Greece. As far as, like, well, T- Tindor, uh, has Greek, like, a Greek pantheon of gods and, uh, a series of, like, city-states that are similar to Greece. I wouldn't right. say they, like, dress the same. Like, I guess it depends on what type of Greece are you looking for. Culturally? Well, uh, have you guys ever heard of the Tindorian horse? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what, you mean the Tindorian horse? It's I delicious. Disguise... I can I've heard about the, gr- uh, the uh, Grindorian Trojan horse. <sighs> uh, what about horse marsala? We'll sneak in with a horse masala. It'll be excellent. We'll throw in what? some tomatoes. I... The... 
That's a serious rap on Randall. I think at DM2, we're just going to walk away. I had things planned. All right, that's a serious rap on the whole series. Everybody just walk away. It, it's been great thus far. This is the Fuck this so, this was the final set of damage no, you killed you, the you DM. Pick it up one, <laughs> Psychic damage is correct. Like, is, like, like it was decent him. goofs, and now it's just garbage. <laughs> so my idea would be I could disguise myself as an inquisitor because I knew the guys and even have one of their names. I'm, I'm and I could probably pass this off enough to get beyond uh, beyond their initial defenses and get inside the I mean, walls. Roy and Grim both know minor illusions, so it, you don't really need the ring. Well, I mean, I do because I don't have that, and I need to be. <laughs> I'm going to be the one talking. Yeah, but I can, I can be straight up again. fucking invisible and just follow you, so you don't go out of range. And shouldn't we do this at night? I'm just saying, tactically, night's probably a good choice. Uh, I, I can pretend I'm Larry. I mean, nobody knows where he's at. That could be a good plan. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we can't get the ring off the toe, because I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not confident. The, the minor illusion and the invisibility it just adds extra layers to it that aren't. Does anybody needed. know mending? I'm checking that right now. Uh, no, I I don't uh, know mending. Dylan goes and lies down to, since he's still bleeding from earlier. Oh, come here, you pussy. Lay on hands. No, lay on no. hands, you little. Speaking of that, you guys could take an hour rest if you wish. We take an hour rest. Okay, if you that want. means we do a short rest and roll our hit die. I didn't get hurt, so. Oh, how nice! Your tree didn't hurt you. No, it actually hugged me quite nicely. No, nah, I finally got some pain put on uh, Dylan and Sabobos for once. Dylan gets a lot of pain. What do you mean? <laughs> what? This is a whole podcast. I, I, I haven't. Hit, I ha- I've only recently started wailing on your character, like with damage. <laughs> Your emotional pain is rampant. Your physical pain, not as much. It's a new thing. We're trying it out. How are y'all looking now? You've you've had your nap. Are, are, are y'all in good condition, top form? What am I, what am I looking at? Little yeah, buddy. I think we're yes. good, Bobos, but I appreciate the concern. Maybe check out Dylan. I believe he said something about bleeding. Uh, I'm fully healed after a short rest of taking care of myself. Sounds like we're good then, bud. I, I, I use most of my hit dice, but I'm good. You would take care of yourself. Do what you gotta do. So, I'm gonna go ahead and push y'all toward the fort. You don't have to approach it yet. You can come up with your plan, but uh, as you guys move through the sparse woods... uh, Uh, Hang on, hang on. Uh, I was going to cover this earlier, Uh but I was interrupted uh, by by tech issues. So, Bruce, to expedite this, uh, grabs Bobos' horse and hoists it onto the cart, and then just piles everybody else on the cart and goes. Oh, okay. Because I believe... Per the rules, I have the same or higher pull power than Sabobos's Canorian Warhorse. Wait, 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 wait. What if we tied the horse to the ring on your toe? <laughs> what? What if? What if uh, Bruce let the horse pull the cart? Because I think then Bruce I have could a actually take an hour capacity rest. than the horse. I'm not sure, but with a strength of twenty and a four times pull capacity, I believe Bruce is stronger than his horse. Uh, Bruce, you can totally do that. You don't get the benefit of an hour rest. I'd recommend you take the hour rest, bud. Alright, fine. We'll go with the slow horse. But somebody has to tell me that in game. <laughs> hey, Bruce, take a fucking nap, you old fuck. No. <laughs> no. Take horse a nap. Is slow. He said no. Look at it. He said Look no. At it. Uh, I ain't taking no goddamn nap. I don't, I don't nap. think you're gonna work on, uh, convincing him to do Bruce, something else. how much faster do you think you are than a horse? Faster, fast enough, er. Take an apple, man. Shut up. From one old man to another, 
take a fucking nap. Nah, I'm fucking take a from, fucking f- nap. From God one person with shit knees to the other. <laughs> take a nap. Okay. So I speak for yourself. I got shit knee. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce concedes. Bruce concedes. Not willingly, but Bruce concedes. Come on, come on, Mitzi. That's a good girl. Uh, you guys let Mitzi pull. You eventually convince Bruce to take uh, something close to a rest. He probably grumbles the whole time, but he doesn't. Yeah. As soon as he falls asleep. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to press to digitize his toe. It says I can soil an object no longer than one cubic foot. I will make it all oily. I'm going to take the fucking ring off. I'm going to give it to Dylan. The implication that soiling is oily is gross to me, but um, it, it, Bruce trying to help, Roy, uh, trying to help fucking. You don't like a good soily oiling. Yeah, Bruce trying to help Roy get this off is growing through his bag. He's got like a vat, a vial of acid, an alchemist fire. I, I don't know if I got anything that's actually useful. Hell lost honey, uh, maybe water skin, Almost torch. You have soap. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! No, that's right. Hang on, my other inventory. Do you want me to roll for I this? Forgot I haven't. No. I, I haven't tried. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah, go ahead and continue your exposition, Jay. That's going in my book. Continue the exposition, but either way, we got it off, and I gave the ring to. Yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How we did it is not important. The fact is that we did it. We all agree, so we do it. <laughs> Y'all don't ever agree. That's why you never do anything. Um, no, we agree. We're working on it. We agree. Nothing for the last twenty minutes right. of this we podcast. Do something right, though. After after trying several different reagents, eight different people, or you know, you know, tr- several different angles of pulling. Uh, eventually, you get like three people piled up on top of each other, pulling on each other's waist. Some soap, some prestidigitation, and the ring comes off. His also, toe. at some point, Roy tried to accidentally use the sovereign glue, and they had to stop him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bruce, Bruce and Roy, who know nothing about chemistry, are like, maybe if we put the acid and the sovereign glue together, it'll, like, I, I don't know, you know. Dylan just panicking the whole time. Dylan, Dylan with his fresh 19 intellect is just, no, please, God. <laughs> hey, you know what? Some of us would have helped out. Uh, he would have tied Mixie onto the rope line and just gone, come on, come on. He's hey, seen it work before. You, you eventually. You eventually pull up to a uh, the fort as Wait. a loud pop sound happens and the toe Hang comes on, is that off. How we got there? Did we just tie Mixie off to the ring on Bruce's toe and then have <laughs> Bruce just hold the cart? <laughs> and the whole yes. way there, Mixie is just trying to tow the ring off of Bruce's foot. All right, so here, here's the recap. Uh, you did that. You have a, a string, a, a piece of rope tied to Bruce's ring toe, and the whole, the plan is that you guys are trying to find throughout the hour long ride some mix of chemicals that will cause it to slide off. Eventually, uh, you realize that a drop of universal solvent along with some soap <laughs> is just enough to get it off. And there's a loud popping noise as you drip this onto his toe. The ring flies off, and Mitzi and the cart just sort of come to a stop. That's I thought I was going to have to cast shatter on your toe, honestly. Jesus. Hand full grass. Uh, you're about you're a few hundred yards away uh, from this fort, and as you got closer, you realized that it is dilapidated. Uh, the woods seem to have grown around it. It seems to be a largely forgotten base uh, from a time when Celestian must have done war with neighboring uh, countries that really don't exist to the north anymore. Um, uh, but you can tell that somebody's there because, as I said, there's a surprising amount of smoke coming from this. Fort. Are we talking like it's on fire smoke or like 
campfires in like do we is there any clear destination as to what's going on there Roll like me. tumultuous columns of black abyss or you know a smoke rise uh it is more smoke than there should be uh roll me a wisdom check Ooh. everybody wisdom oh everybody yeah i mean if, if you get high enough i'll give you more information about the smoke there's a lot of smoke just base wisdom yeah just base wisdom seven wisdom. 19 12 12 19 uh 19 Sabobos knows unless somebody got higher than that but Sabobos uh, I'm is... going to use my survival roll instead which is no different but just for flavor Sure That's a 22 Damn uh so uh so most of you look at that and you think oh this fort's already on fire like but uh Bruce you've seen fires you know they don't make that kind of smoke uh the smoke coming out seems greasier it's like it's like the smoke you see over the city of griffinport like over the fish the industry district ah, oil smoke rather than you know wood smoke yeah it's it's a greasy ugly smoke from like some sort of industry probably hey yo do we smell smulfur like just random question that's probably not related smulfur. at all no yeah smulfur no. smulfur smulfur <laughs> yeah no no you don't uh barry has not touched these lands in quite some time that's too bad <laughs> Yeah, Swolfer. Sulfur's uh, swole cousin. Mm. Yes. Every time a cleric of Barry casts a spell, there's the distinct smell of Swolfer. Of Swolfer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It, smell, it, it, smells like old, it smells like old eggs and body odor. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's the smell of Axe body spray and sweat. <laughs> Every time. Swolfer is definitely an Old Spice flavor. Um, flavor? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so yep. you can don't your anyone make me invisible? Uh, technically, yeah. So, uh. I, I know I'm not super, uh, dexterous in my age, but, uh, I am a bit of a tactician. Bruce, you walked and into you our last get, fight. Uh, uh, let me correct you. I tripped and stumbled into our last fight. But, if I'm invisible, it matters less. They would hear it. When you stumble and walk into one of them instead. Roy, Roy has to real pet peeve about people who can't stealth. All right. <laughs> Listen to here, you All right, shit. I'm going to get a bush then. They'll never notice a bush. <laughs> Let Dylan oh do his face bullshit, and I will follow him while I'm invisible. All I'm saying is I could, I could do us some recon. I can try to study him a little bit, see if I can get some intelligence to use. <laughs> really want to use that ability, don't you, bud? Fuck you, Jay! <laughs> it is so hard to manufacture an instance where I can use it. Twilight is the best time. Vision is just crap. The, even if he messes up his you illusion, know what? Fuck it, Jay. I've used it. I've been using it on the whole party. Tell me about their deep, dark, fucked up secrets. What are my um, questions I could ask? Where's Roy's parents? What the fuck happened there? <laughs> uh, you know that Dylan's weakness is uh, is psychic damage. Uh, he is raw. He's he has a raw nerve. Uh, you know. You know that Roy. Uh, the big, the easiest way to beat Roy is to get him in a grapple and not let go and just keep pounding him into the ground. Uh, you know that, uh, you would need to probably kill, uh, Grim first, because the more time you give him, the more, uh, the more damage he can put on you. Uh, you know that Sabobos is m likely the, the, your most fearsome foe, simply because he can just take more hits than you. 
The I art mean, of war, my away. boy. You open by getting Sabobos on your side. <laughs> you don't fight paladins. That's stupid. Nobody fights a paladin on purpose. Nobody sure. chooses that path. Ask sure. any BBG. <laughs> so, you guys are standing like 100 yards away from this big uh, sort of drawbridge gate door, and uh, you guys are arguing over the best uh, way to proceed. I'm not arguing anymore. I gave up a while ago. <laughs> I find some bushes. Uh, another option is I do have minor illusion, and thanks to a little gift from Faye, could do some aerial reconnaissance if that is deemed the best option. Did you just say you can fly? Yes. He can fly. He can fly. How much can you carry? He can fly, he can fly, he can fly. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm thinking more maybe a scenario of uh, aerial assault. Can, can you lift this cart with everybody in it? <laughs> Probably. What if no. I gave you this potion of hill giant Absolutely strength? Then not. can you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a potion of hill giant strength? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Why is that not? Did I? Did I was? You know. All right. I'll allow it. Actually, no. At the time, you were not with us when I got it. Okay, that what makes more sense. Yeah, you were actually away from I, the group when that happened. So, <laughs> okay, so Grim, I, I don't know how you feel about this being in the nature of its origin, but what if I, uh, what if I were to lend you some of the power of Magog and make you say two hundred percent larger? What if I just put you guys all in the box and then we walk to well, inside? Uh, I mean, if I were larger, I could most definitely lift the cart. I, I, feel, I feel as though we're getting off track here. I actually... I, how about... Grim I, flies and carries Roy up. Okay. I'll be invisible. So, and I can make his... I can probably make his both invisible, but we that. fly over this fucking fort place, and I'll just drop the siege ram in. No, I've got the... I've, I've got the best plan. Siege ram, yes. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan disguises himself as Dylan's one of their. Dylan's sitting in a corner. Dylan disguises himself as one of their own, so as to not arouse suspicion. Then flies in, riding Grim, carrying the cart. Then we airdrop in Bruce with the siege ram. Why? Why? That doesn't. No. I do like the idea of dropping the siege ram in. Also, I like the name siege ram. Fifteen minutes later. Your plan, and, and correct me if I get something wrong, is to have Grim drink a strength potion. No, that's not our plan. This twice, is hold on, plan. The, 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 the plan as I as hold I on. have heard the, the important parts that I that only I that I hear uh, is to make him twice as big as he is, five times as strong as he is. Uh, have him pick up the cart. Fly you guys over, airdrop the siege ram and Bruce at the same time. No, I know what. Airdrop Bruce wielding the siege ram. Jay, I know the plan we need to use. Uh, also, don't forget, Jay. Really important. We need to disguise Dylan so that it doesn't arouse suspicion. Very, yeah, is, very... is Dylan in the cart or is Dylan no, elsewhere? No, I don't talk apparently. I don't talk apparently because I start talking and Mitch is like, oh, don't forget this part too. I know Randall just was trying to talk and participate. Randall, in the you're going to have a good plan, but we're not at that stage yet. We're in the bad plan phase. We got to get through the bad plan phase. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, Randall, Randall, nobody was arguing that your plan is better. No, <laughs> but no, this okay. one is way more funny. No, no, you want to do a funny, dumb plan? We'll do the Hydra plan from back in the Pathfinder game. All haul ass look like a tiefling. <laughs> no, 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 no. Grim will play the part of the Hydra, and we're going to do this like that, apparently. Yeah, you cause... save that for Patreon content. If people want to hear past campaigns, they can pay us money. Anyway. Nah. <laughs> so, uh, back uh, on track. Uh, uh, for, for... Back on track since when? <laughs> <laughs> this track. They run on this track, left and right, back and forth. Twenty minutes later. So, so Randall, give us what the good plan is, because <laughs> we do actually need to know what that is. So, Dylan, what's plan B? You know, B is for better. <laughs> plan A for asshole. Plan B for better. Plan four for Bruce. So, the the whole plan was I disguise myself, bullshit our way, and get past the initial defenses. All this I said earlier. And with Roy invisible, the rest of you guys can hide in the fucking box, or if uh, you need more room in the box, Skeleton can bone pile and use a minor illusion to make it seem like he's not there. We get in, and we get as far as we can, and once we have to, we just fucking do what we always do, and improvise and fucking kill everyone. How did you get no. everyone else in, according to your plan, other than you disguising the, the, yourself the car. in the box? The car. Now, while, I, uh, while, while I'm not opposed to beating the shit out of Grimm, if we beat him into a bone pile, he's not going to be useful. I'm pretty assumed he could do, do that. that. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh. I, I'm very opposed to be beaten into a pile of bones. Then he sits crisscross face sauce and just fucking <laughs> minor illusions himself, and look, problem solved. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. So I legitimately think it wasn't a bad idea when Ryan said fly in and drop the, the ram. That was like Bruce, No, I, I said that. No, yeah, no, it's, right. a uh, it, it's a team effort. Uh, here, here's the thing <laughs> with the ram. Uh, it does look for the user first. It and, does. If you fail And I would like to retcon that. <laughs> no. Well, fuck you then. Uh, Let it guys, knock you over. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think my that, fat that, ass that is, is the main reason box. why I have been it, unable to use the siege ram because it goes for me first. So I can't just like throw it in a fucking room and let it take people out because it comes for me first. After it knocks you over, it moves on. Don't play. Don't fight it. So, so here's the thing. Hold on. What if it can't possibly reach him? Like we are flying in the fucking sky. Yeah, like is it just gonna keep trying to jump up and fucking just like let us know, let them know where we're at? That sounds like a try it. Uh, like yeah, Dylan, I don't think my fat ass is gonna fit in this box. I, I'm too big, man. That's this box made for like eight kids. That That's way, way less than one Goliath. We have two people that can cast Minor Illusion, though. They can cover it up. We, you also are wearing a literal thing that will make you smaller. Not anymore. No, the other thing uh, that... Don't you, you have the Polymorph spell? Oh, I, the thing that... Yeah, that thing. That weird thing. Yeah. What? The thing the that you gave him, thing. Jack. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! The weird the backpack, backpack thing. thing. I forgot about that. That's fantastic. I love it. You should do it. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad at all. He can come up in the sky with us when we airdrop the the sea dram. Why is He'll that just so be on your shoulder. Why is that so set well, in stone? But my plan's like we'll talk about it. <laughs> no, we're still doing your thing. <laughs> Plan B is plan uh, bomb them with a fucking goat. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, so plan so goat here's bomb. the thing. <laughs> plan goat bomb. Uh, the the reasonable the reasonable questions, reasonable. which which can be answered. Guys, the reasonable guys, questions. We've just pulled back to I have goats on three sides of me. 
There he was. The reasonable questions that can be answered pretty pretty simply by a couple things are Sibelius and Bruce are large creatures that won't fit in the box, and we can only do a five-foot square with minor illusion, or five-foot cube with minor illusion. Why did you think I wanted to use a bush? Okay. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a five foot cube, right? They literally Correct. just have to sit down. They're in a five foot cube. Yes, if a piece, one a piece is well, a five we foot also cube have sitting the down. Giant box that can fit at least probably some bobos. I mean, you can okay. probably fit a couple adults in there. Yeah. And also, if you're flying, how are you not being seen by watch towers or anyone standing guard? Like, have, you, have you ever seen? Uh, well, because that was the that was the idea between taking. Uh, you don't want to know, okay? But they did come up with a plan. All right. How about we just pile in this box, Bruce? Roy will make you invisible. Let's go. But. What about the part where I said that Bruce is eight fucking feet tall and would not fit with that Bruce? That was the issue with that plan. Uh, I think we fixed that issue uh, by putting Quark's burden buddy on you and Roy. Yeah, that might make it work. That might allow stacking. Which makes me happy. But this is the part where, as editor, I put in the the, uh, the funeral march music, and uh, we all we all just the funeral do the funeral march for that plan that y'all had come up with. Plan A was was real good. Couldn't have waited for that. We well, could do that. Nope, no moment, of, si- moment of silence. No. So you guys are at the door. So we are in... So the burden buddy thing, which I had forgotten about, my bad. That does allow Bruce to fit in the box with Bruce on Roy You guys in the- are arguing about the minutia of getting everyone in this box way more than the DM is. <laughs> no, I'm asking you. I'm asking you, <laughs> you guys, if that... If you use the burden bunny, literally everyone can fit in this box. Okay. Because and then we just have the horse Grimm pull the cart and whatever. Sabobos is the one that takes up the most space. Sabobos is yeah. the most problematic person in the group. But Wants to do the switch. This yeah. wagon is like a ten by ten, like as far as like you know D and D maps are concerned. This box is probably eight foot square. It was a big box. It had like ten kids in it. Well, then I can't cover up all of the damage. You you have used your spell to do a two dimensional image before, so technically that's all you have to do. Yep, just the yeah. You can't you can't hide the damage piece. on the box, but you, I mean, that's a that's that's what checks and like RP is for. Uh, yeah, no, we're just we're just seeing where we come in from, so there's not like confusion once we get in there, because confusion and random variables leads to Bruce tripping over a tree and stumbling into a fucking clearing. I'm, I'm, I'm full waiting. Of enemies. I cannot wait for Plan Four. Um, <laughs> uh, Bruce, Bruce gets the battering ram or the what is it? The siege ram. Bruce gets the siege ram from Roy because Bruce has to handle animal. It can't be harder to handle than a hentai. You use Quark's burden, buddy. Uh, Roy climbs into the backpack, and you guys immediately swap su- swap places, and uh, Bruce becomes tiny enough to ride Roy, uh, and you're just carried like a little baby Bjorn on his on his upper shoulders. Uh, so uh, Dylan is riding Mixie, hauling I'm the walk- wagon. I'm walking. I'm walking next to Mixie. Okay, and you and and and, and uh, Sabobos Grim. And Roy and Bruce are uncomfortably packed into this box. I'm not saying there's a lot of space, but I'm saying there's enough. It worked. <laughs> I think that without, I think that without like the spell, you see like tips of fucking Sabobos' shoulder pads poking out of a corner. Uh, I take one of uh, the jeweled focuses also from Roy. Okay, that'll help me. Uh, and uh, you pull up to this big gate. Uh, I put on the ring and. It- 
I put on the ring and disguise myself as Seth the Inquisitor from all the way back in like the heist episodes. Okay. Because I, ha- I had a good look at him. Okay. And I call out, open the damn gate. Um, ah. uh, you hear some shuffling, some cursing, and uh, a couple of soldiers yell over, uh, who is it? Open the damn gate. Um, we- I don't. My name is Seth, an Inquisitor. Would I need to repeat myself one more time, or whose head can I take for my in? Roll me that deception, bud. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a uh, twenty-seven. Okay. Uh, you hear some like arguing. It's like you want to fucking tell him. It's like um, hold hold on. It's not easy. We have to shut off the trap. Excuses will I mean, only you, make me angrier. I mean, we could open it and you'd be caught in a force cage. That would make you angry too. And you hear some rattling behind the door. Uh, and uh, soon the double doors sort of grind open outward. And uh, you are standing in front of... The inner Barry in Bruce quivers un- uncomfortably at the idea of force cage. So does Randall. <laughs> force cage is terrifying. <laughs> Um, and you see, uh, on the other side are three soldiers. Uh, these guys are dressed in the red and black of Bree. Uh, they are also armed differently than the men you saw carrying the, uh, the box. These soldiers have big, long, barreled instruments that they are carrying over their shoulders. Shit. <laughs> and, uh... And they, they, they're strapped with, a, like, a different set of gear than you're used to seeing a standard soldier wear. They're quite literally um, strapped. I, I, they're they I, are strapped. Hands up, yeah. don't shoot. I, I'm wearing... By the way, I'm wearing the gear that I know Seth wears. For okay. Like, I look like him fully. Uh, the way you met him, he was basically just in nondescript robes. Uh, he was trying to hide out. He was in, like, a black robe, I think. Uh, uh, they he, were, he red, wore dark geez. red. He wore similar uh, clothing to uh, Damon back in the day. Yeah, he, but he, he was, like, he was like hiding out in the city at the time you you, you yeah. were speaking to him. So. Uh, so it's not like he's in, like, the full regalia or army colors, necessarily. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you rolled a good stealth. They opened the door. Um... Inquisitor Seth, what brings you to this fort? Well, I was coming to make sure everything was progressing nicely, and whoever put those idiots in charge of escorting this got themselves killed. Uh, not not Daryl. Yes. And Larry. Yes. Uh, how, how did wait, how wait, did they wait, how did they die? Wait a second. How does he know their names? How does he know their names? They worked together, Bobo. Shut up. Yes, they all died. Tragic, I'm sure. But I made sure that we did not lose our prize. Now, as you can imagine, I'm quite annoyed. There is a paladin. Oh. Are you going to move out of the way, or are you just going to leave me waiting? Uh, I'm not technically under your command, Inquisitor Seth. I, I know that your rank is higher, but I've been told to follow strict orders. Oh, so the latter... Oh, oh! I'm sure. Oh, who is your superior specifically then? Um, uh, ro- roll me an intimidate, and he's like, I, I, I follow. I <laughs> crit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I follow. Um, uh, uh, he gets so rattled that he's just like, I, I. It's the the the, the lady up north. I, I've been told to do what she says. We're defending this 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 uh, this. this this, this. Oh, this, 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 this? I thought we all followed the same country, but I guess someone is mistaken. I, um, uh, uh, absolutely. You can keep throwing, it, yeah, you can it, keep throwing vowels at me, boy, but eventually my patience will run out. 
Uh, okay. Anyway, okay. Step back. Step back. Let him. Let him through. I'll That's go tell. Uh, our 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 friend. Uh, what did I name that character? I'm sorry. Pulled. This is working way better than I thought. Yeah, it's <laughs> your nat twenties. You kind your clutch nat twenties always. <laughs> I, I'll go. I'll go tell Mister Underbrew that you've arrived. Um, get hold on. And uh, they kind of move out of the way. You guys pull through. Yep, I lead the horse inside. Alright, so you guys come through a gateway. It's this ten foot wide uh, walled structure. And uh, you open up into this big fort, like front front area. Oops. Describe it. Is it a wooden fort or a stone fort? Like the, the fort material construction. It is a big potentially old stone fort. It's like half okay. dilapidated. Nobody's really kept up on it. It looks like they've moved in and kind of retaken it. There's not a lot of soldiers. You do see one guy in robes sitting up on top of this parapet looking down and uh, he just looks sort of nervous. These guys move out of the way in the front. There's a cobblestone path that leads up to the actual fort itself which is a smaller building in front uh, with the high keep. walls. Yeah, the keep itself. Uh, and uh, you guys are standing in the center which looks like it was just sort of the courtyard area. There are some rooms and buildings that are part of the wall structure that are off to the side. And uh, that's where you guys are. Um, so I pull you guys up to that point, and it's at this point where people are going to be sideways from you, and it's time to answer the question of, how do we maintain this? Oh, also, of note, is laying, like, uh, in a heap to the north and west are a couple of, they look like suits of armor, but they're very dense. They look, it looks like a, uh, sort of like a tin man for the listener, but to you guys it looks like just this very ornate set of plate mail that's laying in sort of a heap against one wall and to the north. One of them is standing at attention as if the suit of armor has been propped up. Uh, as you guys enter, you see its head track your movement. That's an eight on stealth, I'm helping. You're not moving, you don't need to roll stealth. <laughs> we'll ignore that for now. Uh... Bruce accidentally bumps his head on the roof. Ah, there's no roof. His head pokes up above the illusion. Through the like illusion said, of the roof. Like I said, um, what are you guys doing so, to maintain the illusion? Because it's no longer a two-dimensional thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I can only really do the one thing. I can block it from. I can just create a five-foot cube that just. He can just only block a five-foot square. Cube. Cube. So, I mean, like, I can block as much of us in a five-foot cube as possible, and whatever's sticking out is sticking out, and I don't think there's anything I can do beyond that. Let me check my spells. Does anybody else have a way to help him? Because you're about to be seen from two different angles. I have an idea. We light the carriage on fire and use the ensuing chaos to uh, run. Uh, no, I really, I don't really let's see what spells I got here. I got uh, light. I mean, cure this wounds, is, this divine is... favor, protection from evil and good, sanctuary, aid, blindness, deafness, can cure I, wounds. Can I cast disguise self to look like part of the box? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. totally Roy is just mapped no. over with wood plank print. <laughs> no, it turns you into another humanoid. Sorry. Unless you're box man. You never heard of Plank Man? <laughs> never heard of Plank Man. Uh, 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 you've never Roy seen Ed Ed and Eddie Plank? a new skin. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Uh, you turn into Plank, and on Plank's back is Bruce. Uh, Johnny? That makes him an improvised melee weapon, it's, it's right? very good. <laughs> That's true, very true. Oh, God. Uh, so you sure up one corner. Uh, <laughs> Are you allowing that? The uh, first guy. So, actually, <laughs> so... I mean, he could go invisible and then, or make one of us invisible 
And then we might all fit in a five-foot cubie's ear. The first guy squints his eyes. He's like, what happened to the box? Oh, did I forget to mention, I believe your ears were working at the time, that there was a fucking paladin. Uh-huh. Uh, and the best laid plans of mice and men off-gang agree, especially when DMs roll nat 20s. Uh, as he says, oh, okay, did Find you more. trap the paladin in the box? As he's looking at a piece of armor through a crack that yes. uh, has been missed. Yes. Roll deception. <laughs> with disadvantage. <laughs> Fuck. That's more of a, I brought his dead body in so we could... Uh, I want to assist. Can I assist? How? How are you assisting? I don't, I don't know. Let me roll it. No, you gotta give me a, a how. What do you mean how? I'm currently acting as a piece of wood. That's pretty close. Ryan, you need to help his deception check, and you only you look like a piece of wood. They've already seen a piece of his armor. With with disadvantage, I rolled 23. Shit, never mind. Fuck. Let me check the stats, because this guy did roll a 19. Uh, I, was, I was gonna say, um, I, I will deception being a very dead paladin. Oh. <laughs> deception. Uh, Sabobos may aid. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 24? <laughs> what your what roll? What's Bobo's roll? 24. Does seem very dead. Uh, I hate Sabobos. I, he never rolls anything under 20. I, okay, here you go. Here's uh, how, I, here's how I helped. I reached over and I hit Sabobos from the back of the head, and he got the idea to play dead. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 13, oh, to that do. Is a 13 plus 8 deception. How does that help him? <laughs> uh, so See, advantage. now my stealth roll of 8 matters. I hide in the backpack. <laughs> um, sir, we can we can we get the lid off of this? Interesting. So you are circumventing your own hierarchy that you told me I have to wait for. Yes. No. Um, there, there's this nervous like looking back and forth. Unless you would like to join them in the box, I will gladly open the box for that. In- Inquisitor Seth, we are a very strict army, and I have my orders. I have no missive and no reason to believe that you should even be here. I I am asking for I believe we are waiting do you have for your, your Do you have proof that you are Inquisitor Seth? Yes, you're Hang right. On. I brought my name tag as part of my operation as an Inquisitor, which is done in the darkness. That is a brilliant They idea. all pull out like Soldier IDs. <laughs> uh, Jay, what I've got a what sense motive? What do you roll uh, for that? Insight. Now? Jesus. Uh, okay. Jay. Yeah. What I'm saying is they're soldiers. I'm not. I have an insight of 21. Are we doing okay? Because this doesn't feel like we're doing okay. God. I thought we were doing okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm lying. I like well, our plan I feel. B, quite frankly. Did you say that in character? Because that was Mitch talking. Um. No, I, I, Bruce rolled an inside of 21. Are we doing okay? Uh, you're not. Because it seems like There's things are going sideways. I would like to know very quickly if you actually made me use my disguise, my disguise self spell so I can, you know, slot that. Uh, you, you, you okay, did. Okay, cool. I'm going to throw the siege ram. Oh, I thought I had the siege ram. I was trying to wait till their boss showed up. <laughs> I, I feel like we're pretty, we're pretty well in fucked at this point. Uh, as the doors to the big fort open up. And Thwad Underbrew steps out. Apparently, uh, you realize that without proof and enough suspicion, they are being very pushy about answers. Uh, Bruce makes the decision to huck the, the, uh, the siege ram. And it strikes a Dorvan man directly in the chest as he opens the door and goes, Aye, what's going on out here? Uh, what the fuck is this? Bar-ram you. Do you have a 
Do you have a Seedram token? Oh, I need a Seedram token. Give me one second, guys. Uh, it strikes him in the chest, and he looks down, and he goes, What's... Uh, what? What is this? I stabbed the guy to my left. Uh, what did you roll for your check, Bruce? Oh, uh, that's uh, an 11. An 11. One shy. Uh, yeah. A, sm- a, uh, a, a medium-sized, ugly goat appears in front of the dwarf, looks at him, goes, Meh! Immediately turns around. <laughs> hey, since he since we're in action time, yes. Can I take an action time now? It is time to roll initiative. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's a four. That's a twenty. All right. Thank God 22. for advantage. What are you? Ten. I am just gonna say because of the weird nature of things that anybody who rolls under a fifteen will not be part of a surprise round. Twenty six. Right. I still uh, me, can't uh, beat Randall. I rolled a that 20 and I only come out of it with 19. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have an initiative of 8. Grim, trapped under Sabobos' ass. Move, you fat oaf. Sabobos <laughs> tries to get up, but he's caught on Grim's femur. <laughs> How'd you wedge your bone in there? You're the one who's got us stuck. True odd couple. <laughs> It's like, get, 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 no, get, get your digits, get, get, no, that's not where that's going. Get off me, you insufferable. Get out of this trap. Wait, did you leave your net on the outside? Of course I didn't leave my net. Is this your net? Is that why I was stuck? Yeah, that might be my, just a second. I can't believe you. The, uh, the goat spins on its heels. Uh, we roll initiative and the goat begins. Oh, I need to roll for the goat. All right, goat. It's mine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's on yours. That's better. Um, so the goat's gonna go when you go. Uh, it's so our turn initiative will be. Let me go ahead and write that into the chat for y'all. Makes it easier. Our initiative order is Dylan, Roy, the soldiers, the mage, Bruce, Sabobos, Grim, the Warforged, and Thwad. Everyone rolled real good on their initiatives today. That guy's name is Thwad. <laughs> His name is Thwad Underbrew. He's straight out of the D and D Beyond. Some some. I probably need to take it out. His name is. Copyright. Uh, his name is going to be Wad Underbrew. <laughs> Give him a Wad. Just make him a, a Barry follower and name him Quad. Quad uh, and and Underbrew. Who's last? Can he be Underboob? Uh, I mean, under, you he's can call under him whatever bo- you want. You can call him whatever you want. Dylan, uh, shit just broke bad. Your turn. So I realize this. I see the sea tram. I sigh. My disguise drops. I, I smile at the guy to my left and go. Hug me, and I just I'm gonna I'm gonna use my uh, bonus action to do my insightful fighting. So versus his deception, I rolled a twenty total. It's enough. All right, then I'm gonna stab him with static. Well, slash him the scimitar, and that is a twenty-four to hit. Twenty-four to hit. That hits. And then I'll pop the charge as I hit him for static. So a D8 of electric. What's total? So uh, thirty-eight. Damn. Okay, thirty-eight damage. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, and uh, I just kind of smile at him. Roy, uh, it is important to note that you still have a Bruce. Yeah, I'm back. just gonna go ahead and, and a tiny uh, Bruce. I got, would he unstrap it or would I? You okay. do. <laughs> I'm gonna Air take Bruce. off the backpack, I guess. Uh, you can move okay. first. Uh, eh. There's a guy to your right. There is a guy to my right. So the only thing I will say is if you're going to go somewhere, do that first because it gets Bruce out of the box. Otherwise, that box gets real this awkward. Is, this is still a surprise quick. round, right? Yeah, you are surprised around. Uh, basically, every Bruce, what did you roll again? You roll a twenty. Yeah. So, Bobus, what was yours? That'd be a grand total of ten. 
Okay, so basically everybody before Sabobos on the turn order gets a surprise round because this was a really weird. Okay, one. I'm gonna spin around and just take off Bruce so he fucking falls basically on the guy right next to me. And then I'm going to cast Shadow of Moil on myself. Okay, so where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to literally turn around so that when I let Bruce off, he fucking gets out of the cart instead of into the box. Okay, so you jump up, do a twirl, unleash Bruce, who grows to his immediate size next to this guy, and uh, you pirouette and cast a spell. What what does Shadow of Moil do? Uh, I cast Shadow of Moil and uh, flame-like shadows wreath my body until the spell ends, causing you to become heavily obscured to others. The shadows turn dim within... Shadows turn dim light within 10 feet of you into darkness and bright light in the same area to dim light. Until the, sp- until okay. the spell ends, you have resistance to radiant damage, and in addition, whenever a creature within 10 feet of you hits you with an attack, the shadows lash out at that creature dealing 2d8 necrotic. Uh, okay. Can I roll acrobatics to land on that guy as I come out of the bag? Uh, you can use your reaction. That's a 12. Uh, okay. That's a two. Uh, you fall <laughs> on this man, knocking him prone. Sweet. <laughs> All right, so he's prone. Uh, that's going to be their turn. I'm going to use half his movement to uh, to stand up, and then he gets to make two pistol attacks against both you and Roll. I also technically dropped a smoke bomb on us, so we are now, I don't know. At disadvantage? I, I mean, it doesn't say that, that it does that, but I mean, the shadows turn dim light within 10 feet of me into darkness, so... Uh, he's in it, so I'm gonna say if people are outside that, yeah, then maybe. Yeah, so we are, we are somewhat obscured by everybody outside. Alright, Bruce, that's a miss. Uh, Roy, that's also a miss. That's a nat one. Uh, so, that's gonna be the end of his turn, then the other one's gonna freak out. Next to, to, uh, Dylan, he's going to pull out his pistols, shoot you. That, that's another nat one. This dice is dead to me. I like it. It's a good I one. know that feeling. All right, that's better. Muskets, that's a, man. One was a nat Muskets. one, the other was a nat 20. Can we get the nat one back? Nope. Yeah. Nope, I like the nat 20. Uh, so that's going to be uh, 14 damage to you, Dylan. Okay, uncanny dodge. <clears throat> I was going to say, okay. D- if Dylan is within uh, five feet of me. <laughs> uh, he is. Do you want to... F- yes, give him the disadvantage. Okay. You, technically, it's within 30 feet of you because that item I gave you. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. You can do it to just about anything. Uh, so the so, second attack, uh, what's your armor class, Dylan? Uh, it is 18. 18. That won't do it. That's a, that's a 15. Never mind, don't need to. Yeah, don't dodge. need to take that damage at all. And then the last guy, he sees the paladin step up. The paladin exists! The paladin exists! And he fires the paladin with... <laughs> fires at the paladin with his musket. Uh, and that's gonna be... Wait, if you make a ranged attack in melee range, you have disadvantage on melee on the ranged attack. Uh, but he's not within melee range of some Bobos. Oh, but you against you, right? Yeah, he, he wouldn't hit you anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sabobos, one of those attacks is a twenty-two. That's a hit, right? So that's a meat. That's a meat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's seven. So just barely covered by yeah. a box. Oh, you know what? I'll give you that. Yep. That's uh. He rolled a nat 20 on his second one, so he would still would have hit. But, uh, seven damage. (laughs) This dice is back in my good graces. Uh, the mage casts mage armor (laughs) and ducks down behind his, uh, his little hidey hole. I remember those days. The, uh, Bruce. Bruce, uh, before you go, I'm gonna, let's say, your, uh, your ram runs toward you. But before that, did he take his 14 damage from being clipped in the face with it? What? You, what? 14 damage? Yeah. D4 plus 10. 
For what? That's what he rolled. Oh, because it's Throwing a mechanized weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure. I get you, I get you, I get you. Uh, let me write that down. <laughs> That was the whole point, is Bruce can open that shit strong. I'm the Ram might go crazy, but Bruce can open that strong. I didn't understand. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes it a way solider hit to the chest um, than I had thought. No, yeah, that was and an attack. That, that was... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so now what do you do as the goat runs up and tries to butt you to the ground? I need you to roll on a post strength. I don't. You just go down? Yes. Bruce knows how this works. Bruce just lets it happen. All right. The, uh, the goat, still having some movement, knocks Bruce to his butt, and then immediately turns. Let's see. There's like three people directly in front of him. One, two, three. Uh, he rides right past on Bruce, and on the next turn, he's going to try to knock this guy back down after he got back up. Uh, Bruce, what do you do with your turn now? You use half your movement to stand. Or do I? That's just the mechanic. I'm just, no. No, I, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, because if you're on the ground, you're at disadvantage for attacks and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, it, there's a weird mix of things. Like, against ranged attacks, you're better off, but against melee, you're at disadvantage. Uh, Bruce uses half of his movement to stand up, and then uses his action to stand all the way up, all 16 feet up. Oh, Jesus. Okay, let me oh, increase the no. size of that mini. Uh, Bruce towers yep. over. Uh, Bruce, you are just... <laughs> My mini just became a maxi. Yeah, you're, you, you, this puts you, the tower that this mage is standing on, uh, you're almost... Able to like reach up and grab it, like grab just morning. at the top level. Good morning. Uh, 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 no, okay. We accept unconditional surrenders. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, that's an action. So yeah, that's my whole thing. All right, top of the round, guys. That's the end of the surprise round. Dylan, you're up. We do accept unconditional surrenders, and I will attack that same guy again. Uh, this time with a green flame blade. Okay. So I gotta make an attack. Uh, that is uh twenty one. That's it. All right, so hold uh, 28. 28. And I, I'm going to build the charge this time. Sing it. Okay. Uh, 28 damage? Yes. He goes down. Cool. So, yeah, that the, is uh, the guy you've been chatting with goes down like uh, just a heap in front of you. Uh, does Green Flame Blade do damage to the guy next to him? Oh, it does. Fuck. Forgot. I got that you, never, bud. That never comes up. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times he uses it on, like, one dude off in the corner, so it's like... <laughs> yeah. He used it on uh, rats, and then he used it on, uh, I think, a rat. It's been a rat every time. <laughs> yeah, Scrub. the only time it's come up. This guy scrubs. also ratted you out, so still using it on rats. <laughs> uh, that is 15 points of damage to the second Shit. guy. Shit, that's nice. Okay, it's a lot more it, than I thought it, it did. Green Flame Blade kind of goes up pretty well. All right. Uh, Roy, right? Dylan, sorry. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything for me. Okay, no movement, no moving, no nothing? Uh, no, I'm just gonna hold this position until everybody else gets out fully. Okay, Roy. Alright, um, I'm going to the guy that's in front of me, I'm gonna go ahead and just go attack him. That is a 20 and a 15 to hit. Okay, uh, what are you attacking with? Because you are currently on top of a wagon and he is knocked prone. I'm just, he's he's practically at range distance for you. Okay, I'm gonna, (laughs) well, I'll jump down to him and then I will attack him with Canton's rapier. And that is a 20 and a 15 to hit. Okay, so I'm gonna say you jump down onto the wheel that's right there. And then, alright, so standing on the wheel, you did a 15 and a 20. Yeah. Only one hits. That's. Oh wait, he's prone. Uh, roll that 15 again. Ooh. 17? That's a hit. Cool. That is a 10 and a 9 damage. Uh, 9 damage, 10 damage, 19. Okay. I just realized that he shouldn't have been prone, but oh well. Moving on. Because he had stood up. He's about <laughs> yep. to be prone. We all know what's going to happen. Yep. 
Jay, quick question. Yeah, what's up? What does the structural integrity of this tower look like oh, as I prepare no. my turn? It is, uh, as I said, a not well-kept old fort. Uh, Thank there you. There are stones missing in places. We're about to have King Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay, that soldier's down. This soldier that Roy is fighting, uh, he is standing. That was my mistake. I'm going to go ahead and let your damage slide, because I'm a generous DM, and when I screw up, I try not to walk it back. Uh, this one is going to uh, pull out his fragmentation grenade. I don't like that. And uh, huck it into the box. Oh, the guy. He that pulls out wor- a strange device that you guys have never seen and lights a fuse. Uh, it sizzles, it sparks, and then he hucks it into the box with Sabobos and Grim. Grim. I need you guys to roll me a DC 15 dexterity save. Cleared the save. Oh, most definitely. Um, yeah, that's a 14. That's a strong Sabobos plate mail guy. Roll a what? Uh, so, uh, Grim, what'd you get? Uh, I got a six. What was it? It was a what? It was dex save? Dexterity 15, yeah. Uh, 19. Okay, uh, Grim, you're, you guys no are noises. still sort of sitting in the bottom of the box, uh, fighting with each other to get out, and uh, in between the two of you, as you guys are finally getting to your feet, is this strange sparking uh, ball, and uh, Grim, you don't know what it is. Actually, no. Uh, you have run into gunpowder before, oddly enough, uh, through other campaigns. Uh, the Fey World has been introduced to gunpowder. You recognizing what that means, try to push against the Bobos and just jump off of him to the outside edge of the box. You only take half damage, which will be eight. Uh, Sabobos, you look down and you don't really, you're not very familiar with gunpowder and you go, uh, what are your last words before you take 17 damage? <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to be bad. <laughs> and it goes off, uh, the box shatters in all directions, uh, Grim only takes eight damage, you take 17. And then the last game oh, is just stung going a bit. to... That's not bad. Uh, this guy uh, is dead, so let me go ahead and delete him. And then this one's going to use the disengage action to pull away and level his uh, rifle. He also starts yelling orders to the machines that you guys see. The, the armor, he looks at them, and he says, Activate, you wastes of, you wastes of space! You tin fucking... <laughs> Do something! And uh, that's going to be his turn. That's the mage. The mage is going to not fuck around, and he's going to cast Cone of Cold on everybody. Oh, no. Fuck. Everybody needs to give me a con save. 14. Oh, fuck. That's not That's going to hit all of you, including the goat, sadly. Uh, con? 21. It's okay, though, because I rolled for that goat, and I rolled a 19. Go, goat. God damn. Goat has evasion because I say so. Uh... I barely uh, made it, and I got 14. But is this a con check? Evasion only works for decks. Shh. <laughs> oh. So, uh, Bruce. Bruce rolled a 7, because fuck Nine. me. But Bruce. That's a, that's a 12. Uh, so that, that's that's a 10. That's a fail, right? Yeah, that, that's not going to do it. Who rolled under a 14? Uh, that would be Sabobos. Definitely. Bruce. Definitely Sabobos. Uh, yep, that is going to be 34 cold damage to anybody who didn't Are save, 17 to anyone who did. Are you kidding me? Nope. Nope. Ah, nope. I should have used Indomitable. You still could. Yeah, Kona Cold's like a 4th or 5th level spell. 5th level. Ah, okay. He's going. Yeah, to, he's starting out large. I've learned my lesson about it. not about fucking around with y'all. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to waste Indomitable and fail a second roll. Give me one second here. Yeah, that's a 3. <laughs> Fuck me. That's brutal. Wow, man. Sorry. It's uh, cool. I'm gonna get those once per long rest. You. Uh, okay. You know what? Fuck you. Counterspell. 
Ooh. Cone of Cold never happened. Uh, Counterspell does require a save, I think. It's a fifth level spell, so you're going to need to roll 10 plus the spell's level on a spellcasting check. Spellcasting check's the same as, like, your attack roll with spells. Okay. So 10 plus the the spellcaster's level? Uh, What what does that mean I need to beat? You need to beat a 15. Motherfucker, I beat it. Okay. All right. All right, so... Team heal back that 17. Yeah, nobody takes any of that damage. Uh, Counterspell. Bruce, you don't need to roll your... your, your, You you used to use your ability, Indomitable. You get that back. I'll fail that next time. You'll fail that later. Yeah, hold on to that one. (laughs) Hold on to that failure for another time. Uh, You stop that mage, and that mage gets wide-eyed as his... just, Just a blast of, like, snow comes out of his hand. It only goes, like, a foot in front of him. He just, like, powders Bruce. Yeah, just powders you in the face. Uh, Speaking of that... One in in four mages. (laughs) Bruce, it's your turn. So if I wanted to just uh, wreck it, Ralph, this tower, what's what's my application procedure? Should I just attack it? Should I just beat the shit out of this tower? Uh, Yeah, go for it. Yeah, how do you want to go about it? Um... Catch I was thinking hands. of attempting strength, but I always roll shit, and if I attempt strength, I only get one. If I just attack the building, I get three. So I'm thinking Bruce is just going to pull out his cannonball and beat the ever-loving fuck out of this tower. Okay. Now, when you say tower, is this a tower inside of the building, or is this the building itself? Oh, no. there, there is a short walled tower designed for, ar- for archers to like rain down on people who make it into the, the uh, thing, and it's being used by the oh, stage. Okay. There, it's, like, not quite as tall as the outside towers, but it's still, like, a defensible position. Okay. It's an internal, need, yeah. Internal I don't need to worry about the mage balcony. anymore. Yeah, sort of. I'm assuming that a 15, a 21, and a 29 hit a tower. Yeah, that all hits. Also, a very important note, the goat knocks down the soldier. Fuck yeah! <laughs> goat. Uh, Roy, you are the closest Four, person. Five. Two. The goat? Seven, two yeah. the goat. Eight, nine. <laughs> ten, eleven. That's 46 damage to the tower. Fuck. Okay, um, the tower begins to, uh, to sag and crumple, and I'm gonna go ahead and say that, uh, at the end of this round, it is going to fall. And then, uh, you ain't a fighter if you ain't got an action surge. (laughs) So this, this machine next to me did a thing? Machine? Yes, it moved. It's standing up. It is activated. Okay, and that, that dwarf over there, that dwarf over there is a dwarf. Yes, dwarves are dwarf. usually dwarves. He he looks and, he uh, looks like a bop with black hair. PTSD. Uh, Bruce is going to fire his brand new returning cannonball at this dwarf for extra damage three times using his action surge. It is at this moment that you realize Quark is bad at his job and has made a dwarven thrower that harms dwarves. Does an extra two d eight of damage. Go ahead and roll. Yeah, hang on, I gotta pull up my my thing here. Sorry. Well, cool. I need to pull up Thwad Underbrew. He wasn't here for uh, this combat, so I have his stats somewhere else. Oh, okay. So it's 3d8 plus d4. Plus d4? Because I'm big. Oh, okay. That's right. That's how they handle that. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's Because I'm uh, big. I'm going to crunch some numbers. I'll come back to this. Some Tom Hanks in the 80s. Um, you know, Everybody who listens to podcasts is too young and big. I uh, I, I chortled at that. I was muted, Thank you. but I chortled. Thank you. Listen, I'll go dance on a piano if that helps. It does, bud. If anything, we need more of that in this day and age. You're right. So there is the loud clang or thud. What what is this guy? What's Underbrew wearing in his brief moments of life? Um, he's wearing plate mail. It is a okay, strange so- clockwork looking like strapped together weird plate mail. He's very heavily armored. 
You there roll is the over horrendous. On all your attacks, right? Oh yeah, hang on. You just rolling straight to damage. No, huh, never it? mind. Never mind. Hang on. Yeah, I suck actually. No, never mind. I didn't hit him at all. My bad. He takes zero damage. <laughs> I rolled a three, a six, and a two. I didn't do sixty-eight damage. I did zero damage because I'm Mitch. The, uh, Signing off. The entire what? front wall uh, starts to sag to this fort as three cannonballs <laughs> just crash into it. Uh, so yeah, so the entire front side starts to sag, and at the end of this round, it is also going to collapse. Subobos. <laughs> Good God. Uh, no, there were kids no. standing behind that wall. <laughs> Quit commanding the automatons, and I go over to the one guard that's been yelling at the auto- automatons, because I don't want to get directly next to the wall that's about to just fall. Uh, you're far away, oh, like over here, with, like this whole north, uh, east section is about to cave in on itself. Because a bruise happened no, to no, it. No. Where are you going? The guard that's that was yelling at the automaton. Okay, you're gonna move, march yeah, up on right his next ass. To that wall. All right, I'm gonna say it takes ten feet of movement to get down off the wagon, and then uh, it's plenty of time. Do you stop here in front of this one, or do you move right past it? I move. Or do you go around it? Uh, unless it was moving, I move right past it. Okay. Yeah, uh, you are in front of the soldier. What do you do? Surrender. Um. He's sitting there, uh, running a ramrod through all his guns. No. <laughs> Very well. Mace. <laughs> Do I your thing. I love that Sabobos demands surrender every time before he murders somebody. <laughs> so that's 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 a 29. Yeah, that hits, bud. Yay. I'm going to empower it. Jesus, why? No survival. <laughs> I asked. Jesus, you didn't want to. Light of Newman. Jesus, no. All right. Uh, what's that damage, bud? Uh, Sabobos rolls up on a guy, demands surrender, brings the uh, hammer down, so to speak, with the light of Newman. Indeed I do. My, my mace glows the light of Newman. I bring it down upon his head, and I need to make sure that I'm doing all my things, because stuff is weird. Uh, 53. J, 53. Damage. I, uh, Sabobos brings down the light oh. of Newman upon this poor bastard. Okay, uh, that's another dead soldier, <laughs> as you just... Uh, you just you murder a man. You murder a man with the grace of God. Describe it. No, I, I bring down caves in his armor. He coughs out, and I go, go with, go with the light of noon, my friend. I just kind of help him down to the ground. Just seemingly incongruous words as the man's head explodes. <laughs> so Bobo's buries his war pick into his <laughs> chest, collapsing his sternum, and he just sort of lowers him to the ground, puts his foot on his chest, pulls his war pick back out. <laughs> Okay, Grim. <laughs> you go to a better place. <laughs> Mr. Grimothy. Okay. <laughs> so, um, there's the dwarf in front of us who managed to survive the onslaught of, uh, of Bruce. Survive? Nothing's happened to him. I mean, he survived what could have killed him. So The entire front wall of that fort is going to fall at the same time that this tower falls. <laughs> Fantastic. But there's one dead guard next to Sabobos. And another one who's probably going to be dead because Lil Roy's attacking him. And then automatons, which I know just fucking shit all about. So I guess... Is the mage on the top of that building? That building's about to collapse. I have no need for vengeance against a, a mage that's going to die from a collapsing building, I guess. Um, Let's just do this the old school way. And I'm going to catapult my dancing rapier at him. Uh, at who? At the dwarf. Okay. Let's say the dwarf gets it. 
So he's got to make a saving throw. It's a dex. 15. That's a net 20. Cool. This fucking dwarf, the, man. The thing still gets to attack, though. It does. What's his armor class? His armor class is 18. I don't think I, I, I got that. He's just, he's already in, like, high duck mode as cannonballs were rattling past his fucking, just, he's like, oh shit, oh shit, and then a fucking rapier catapults past him, and he just goes fully flat to the ground, like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, what did you say it was? 18? 18. Oh yeah, I missed. <laughs> don't bring a sword to a gun. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, uh, he's like fully flat. Like he's got, he's doing uh, the the neo fucking dodge uh, from everything. Like when a cat, in. like when you startle a cat and they're trying to get out of the room while simultaneously being a two dimensional object. Yes, exactly. Uh, Mr. Grimm, <laughs> what else do you do? I that's it. That's all shit. I. That's my actions. I mean, I guess I could move. I'll I'll take some steps back. Okay. So and and I'm fine. Okay, uh, that's gonna be. Actually, I remember there was a if there if that is the zone where that trap was. I don't want to be standing where the trap was. So just as long as I'm not standing where a trap could potentially be activated, that's where I want to stand. Uh, it's 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 for the front of the door, not inside. You're good. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right, so this guy died. He can go away. Uh, we're going to move the Warforged step forward. These two move to flank Sabobos. I, 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 excuse me. You, I've been target. For deletion. And uh, they try to strike Sabobos. We need to kill those immediately. I can't handle their talking. Yeah, shit. We got Daleks. Uh, Sabobos, your armor class is 22. That's a miss. That's a miss. That's a miss. That's a hit. That's gonna be... One just sort of brings down this giant, this great axe that it's holding and just thumps solidly into your plate mail right in the shoulder, finally drawing blood with 13 damage. And... I'm gonna have to fix that, you know. As they attack you, Sabobos, you know that you notice that they have like these this weird glowing gemstone on their chest that flashes every time they make big movements, uh, and anybody who's near one can see it just sort of flashing on and off. Uh, the one next to Bruce is going to attack Bruce as well. That asshole. That's one How hit. Dare. That's a miss. Uh, Bruce, you too. How dare you miss Bruce? You are going to take Repost. 14 damage, Bruce. Never mind. So I rolled a nat one on my uh, my repost attack. Mm. You uh, you being too tall, you overextend your hand and punch the wall ahead of him. You take fourteen damage. Another brick falls off this tower. Uh, and then it's uh, Mr. Underbrew's turn. Mr. Underbrew uh, sees which way the wind is blowing and that the tower around him is going to fall, and immediately ducks back behind this door. Uh, the last thing you see before all the walls fall is him trying to shut the doorway, but it gets caught up and he just abandons it and runs deeper into the into the fort. Should I go kill that guy or should... Uh, as you say that, the entire front wall collapses in front of you and you're not sure you can get to him. Should I go kill that guy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident. To be there. fair, the question does still stand. It does uh, still stand. Yeah. This guy is now here as this entire tower collapses. I see no reason why you shouldn't kill him. No, I mean, like, should I run off and go kill him? Oh, yes, go. Oh, okay. And that's going to be... This guy's going to take 20 damage as he falls from his tower. Where's his health? Made. Does that count the debris? Yeah, that's all of it. I did, like, 2d6 of falling plus some fucking bludgeoning on top of that for a good measure. And 
that makes it top of the round. Dylan, you may do what you gotta do, bud. Uh, alright. So, uh, since he's on the fucking floor, probably, the mage, mm -hmm. and since, uh, Grim said go kill that guy, I'm gonna go kill that guy. Okay, so which way do you go? Uh, like, how much rubble is there? There's this whole fucking thing, which normally would have a pass between it, has oh, collapsed. Like, you'd I, have to I go probably... over the rubble. It's going to be, di uh, you know, dis or you have your freedom of Difficult. movement ring, so I guess it doesn't matter to you. But it would yeah, be hard to move through was... for other people. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I can get through this. You easy. would be climbing over this mountain of rubble, this whole front side. Once you get over here, I can describe what's up, but that's the way you go. Yeah, whatever's the fastest path, essentially. Okay, you go to the northwest over the pile of rubble that was a tower and the front wall of this building. Uh, and uh, you find that this corner has kind of caved in, so you can, like, like yep. duck under and, and kind of climb down the, the brickwork. Uh, how much movement do you have? Uh, if I need to, I can bonus action dash. Bruce just yells at Dylan as he zips by. Don't kill him, we need him alive for answers. Dylan, you get to this door and it is shut. Uh, when you try to open it, it is locked. The door is locked? Uh, yeah, the door is locked. Bold decision. Uh, I'll pick it real quick. Okay, uh, that'll be your standard action. And um, roll me that one of them uh, Thieves' Tools checks. Do you have Thieves' Tools? Yeah. Alright, that's right. You are a rogue, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> It was one of the things I bought way back in the day. I, I so lost track of what class you are. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, that's really fair. 17? 17. 17. Uh, uh, the lock clicks. That's the end of your turn. Uh, so can I see him? Uh, you've already interacted with an object by pulling out your thieves' tools, so you can't open the door. Make sense? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they tell you you get, like, one interaction with an object per rules as part of, like, your move action, so you're done. Okay. That makes it Roy's turn. It's your boy. I'm going to attack the guy that is prone in front of me. Okay. I'm going to stab him with the rapier twice. That's a 27 and a 25. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You give him the Inigo Montoya two stabs to the shoulders. Six and ten damage. Is that enough? It better be. Oh, it's not. Uh, Sorry, bud. He's, he's looking good. He hasn't been hit nearly as much as the rest of them. Um... That's going to be the end of your turn? Yeah, I guess. Okay, uh, the final soldier stands back up, and uh, he's going to go ahead and uh, pull out his uh, his pistols again and try to fire at you. At me? At you, bud. Yeah, man, what's your armor class? 18. 18? Okay. Actually, I, I, let me rephrase that. He has a longsword. He uses the longsword. Uh, that's going to be one hit. One hit, one miss. Uh, that's going to do a d10. Ooh, it's a good one, though. He does 14 slashing damage to you. So he brings the longsword down with both hands. He said 14? Yep. Okay. That is going to be a 10 right back at him. Ooh. Shadow Maw. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. So a couple of crazy-looking shadow fucking whip-like tentacles come out, and they hit him in the face. Uh, they are. Damage. They look like tendrils of icy mist in the shape of a veal's outstretched hands. That works. Bitch got some long-ass forearms, I'm just saying. And claws. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah. Alright, so the mage stands up from the rubble. He's probably coughing up dust, and he stands up, and he looks up at the towering image of Bruce, and uh, he runs over this way to try to get here. He uses the disengage action. Doesn't matter. And uh, that's going to be all he can really do, because he uses disengage. That makes it Bruce's turn. 
cat. Okay, first of all, stop rolling my dice. So, yeah, the, Second of all, stop rolling higher than me. <laughs> Let the cat roll for you, bud. Take the roll. Yeah, the mage runs behind She's the warforged. She still only rolled a nine. It's just... The mage runs to hide behind the warforged that are battling Sabobos, not knowing Sabobos' history with mages. Bruce's turn. <laughs> that laugh. I'm, uh, I'm going to plink him. Plink? The mage, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play catch with the mage. Okay. Uh, if you're trying to hit the mage, he will you will have disadvantage trying to go past the uh, the warforged with the cannonball. Does a 16 hit? It does. Okay. Dope. My disadvantage netted me a 20. <sighs> it's a shame. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna need much though. Uh, so how much damage did you do, the mage? That's uh, 11. 11. Damage, yeah. Oh no, he's alive. 1d8 plus 8. Yeah, that's 11. All right, anything else? And, yeah, I'm going to hit him with it again. Okay. Still a disadvantage. That's a hit. Wow, okay. Yep. Still a hit. Fuck. That's uh, 15 damage. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I'm going to hit him again, just to make fucking sure. Uh, right before the final one destroys him, uh, he does try to cast... Uh, he does try to cast Hellish Rebuke, but Bruce being inno- immune to fire, a fireball just wreathes your head as he goes down. Um... Describe the kill. I want everyone to go on a Google right now and watch Cannonball versus Pumpkin. <laughs> All right, we'll give you guys a couple minutes, and we're back. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be some of us. I take. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, what the heck? You are surrounded by warforged. Uh, I can also. I can also just leave, right, Jay? Like Bruce can just move yeah, you walk. from there. You'll take an Bruce attack opportunity gonna... from this guy, but... Uh, oh. <clears throat> Both of these guys, actually. Uh, okay. Then I'll just stay there. Okay. Would that be Would that be 37 millimeter cannon versus pumpkin, by the way? Probably. Hey, honestly, I don't think it matters. Take a, I take a five-foot combat step towards my allies. Okay. Towards my allies, Jay. Towards. Uh, I'm sorry, but that thing that you are referencing does not exist. Ugh. Me loves me path. Yeah, it's just moving. Yeah, you you may move to. Uh, I like some bobos. Yeah, that that's cool. I hit one. Oh, I see. Yeah, it is toward both your allies. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan's up there. He's up north. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, it, it's anytime you anytime you leave someone's uh, field of attack, you provoke an attack of opportunity. There's no five foot steps, so you can move there without provoking their attacks, but no further. Cool. That works. If you want to move further, you have to use the disengage action. Yeah. <sighs> or tumble. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have allowed those, and I would love to watch Sabobos try to tumble. But right, I also you got to roll an acrobatics check though, so I don't yeah, know. Man. That's going to be yeah, steep. But let's try. Let's has try. to roll dice, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So what do you want to do with all your movement? Okay. Okay. So what I do is I roll a total of a sixteen for a tumble check. Such horseshit. <laughs> Fifteen plus one. It's not great. Such horseshit. No, it's fucking fan. <laughs> what do you mean? I failed both. Fifteen the saves. is a successful roll to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I failed uh, one both of them the does, saves it is, for the magic, it is an opposed, for the ice. It is an opposed check. It is an opposed check. One of them does succeed, and he gets his attack of opportunity. Right. Where do you want to go? Um, I cartwheel away to stand <laughs> next to Bruce. I believe it. Okay, so there's one attack at you. He rolled a 21? Does not hit. Just a 21? Yeah, 21. All right. Uh, you have the rest of your turn. Uh, what are you doing? I... Yeah, you still have your action. Yeah, you gave tumbles up. Just a thing. You, you, you can you can attack before you do that. 
That's why you did it. Yeah, you can attack before you do that, or you can move and attack after you do uh, that. Or, That's part or, of your you know, movement. I can yeah. just... This is javelin and lightning to the face. Javelin and lightning to the face. One of them. Okay. Javelin, what do you... No, javelin, roll? two face. Uh, total of 20. Total of 20. To which one? The uh, one up top or the one below? One up top. Okay. So the one that's more to the north in front of the <laughs> destroyed wall <laughs> uh, takes how much damage? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The armor class of the Warforged, by the way, is 15. Uh, 26 damage as a bolt of lightning leaps from my fingers. Connects me to this automaton. How much damage? Sorry. 26. 26. Okay. That's going to be the end of Sabobus' turn? Yes. All Actually, right. no, I have another attack. Here's a regular javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. wait, I need, I need. Same guy? Big brain? Yeah. Oh, hey, critical. <laughs> oh, shit. No, it doesn't do much. <laughs> it actually, doesn't have to do much. Um, total damage, 20. That doesn't have to do much, bud. You kill one of these robot men. Yeah. Uh, describe. Uh, With a glint in my eye and a javelin in my hand, I lean back, throw forward. You, c- the muscles ripple beneath the rents in my armor. The no, oh, okay. <laughs> There's going to be an anime about just Sabobos throwing javelins. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a kink. Um, one, this one javelin. The javelin man. strikes with a critical hit. It nails the glowing gem, and you watch the thing freak out, aim into the sky, and blast a weird sonic boom into the air before crumpling into a heap. That's not good. I think I found their weakness. <laughs> aim for the Jimmy thingy, <laughs> Mister Grimm. That's me. All right. So let's just, uh, you know, keep it simple. We'll use Shatter. We're going to cast that one. Okay. Where at? And right on top of the only one that's the automaton that's left over there, because apparently one just got destroyed. It's all alone. I was going to kill them both, but Sabobos. Uh, <laughs> hey, I do like it. Uh, so, yeah, they have to make a con save at disadvantage. Okay. 15. Or it has to make a con save at disadvantage. 15. That's a good thing, because it did roll a nat 20, but it fails. I do what I can. Fantastic. Indeed. So, then, it is going to take... Hold on, I'm seeing how many. It's going to take 16 damage. Okay, 16 damage. It takes 16 damage as it's turning around, trying to track Sabobas. Where, where, where did target, 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 go, 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 go. And then, like, just th- just fully a third of it just blasts off. It only has one arm now. It just shatters and, uh... And I still have my rapier out. So the rapier moves to it and attacks it for a... do 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 22. Desist. Desist. That's a hit. Alright. Plus one of these. Alright, that's 8 plus 5, which is 13. Okay, it is still standing. It looks awful. Sparks are shooting out of its brain pan where the rapier has just fucking stabbed it in one of its glass eyes. Um, and that's going to make it their turn. The, uh, the Warforge steps up in front of uh, Grim. Just moves to this location and looks toward Grim, and it can catch Roy in this as well. And I need you guys to roll a strength saving throw as this echo of sonic energy comes out of its what's left of its face hull. It makes like this really tinny, high-pitched, like static scream. 
Did the goat die, or did you skip his turn, you son of a Oh, my bitch? God. Jay hates goats. I do hate goats. Hey, bud. I mean, I, I don't disagree all, with It goes that, on your but, turn. But it didn't go it last didn't turn. It didn't go. Is this guy dead yet? It didn't goat. It didn't goat last turn. Oh, that's right. It's going to turn on Roy. Thanks for reminding me. Okay, it knocks down this soldier. <laughs> uh, it, it knocks this soldier to it on his ass. The soldier goes down, just crumpling against the wall. He's not looking great. Uh, oh, sorry. Not the soldier. It already did the soldier. It does it to Roy. Roy, you go down, bud. Yeah. On your ass into the corner of that building. Uh, and uh, now you guys are going to need the uh, the robot who doesn't look so good. The, the, the go-bot looks at y'all, utters this high-pitched, tinny, static scream uh, that's going to catch both you and Grim. And what's the range on that? It might catch that soldier, too. 15-foot cube. Yeah, soldier, too. So roll me a strength saving throw. Hey, would that technically be thunder damage? Uh, yes. Sick. So I have absorb, uh, absorb elements as a reaction I can do here. Which I fucking barely ever use, so I'm trying to remember to use it. Okay. Um, which uh, I recommend you roll your save first. I did. I fucking failed it. What'd you roll? Ooh, a six. Okay, you failed it. Yeah, I got an eleven. Yeah, 11 strength beats, is like my weakest save, bud. It was real low. That's why I asked. Uh, Roy succeeded <laughs> barely. Wow. I have a, yeah. yeah so do one. I. I have a negative one as well. I did not think I was gonna get that. <laughs> I hit the right two people, but. It does not say you take half damage, so you're good. Cool. Okay, so it says the spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect on you and storing it in your next melee attack. You have resistance to the triggering damage type until the start of your next turn. Also, the first time you hit with a melee attack on your next turn, the target takes an extra uh, 1d6 of damage of the triggering type, and the spell ends. It doesn't tell me what it lessens it by, though. The amount, I imagine. Okay. So I guess I'll roll my d6. What's it called? Uh, absorb element. Oh, I know how much. Absorb elements reduces elemental damage by half. It gives you resistance for one ah. turn. Oh, resistance. Okay. okay. It gives you resistance to that damage type for one turn until basically your turn. In which case, you would take seven thunder, reduce that by half. Which will be three. Yeah. Also, the goat hit me, so it gets hit by Shadow of Moil for twelve. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How much, and, how much uh, health does that goat have? 30. Okay. And, uh, Jeff, the next time you make a melee attack on your next turn, it, the target yeah, it will take an extra D6. one. Uh, 1d6 thunder. Okay, so you take three sonic damage, uh, and now you can add some damage to your next attack. The Roy and the guy next to him both save. The sonic scream doesn't do anything to them. That was your reaction, right? Okay. Yeah. Bruce, uh, the one next to you is trying to hit you with its axe some more. It missed and hit with one. So you're going to take another 14 damage. No, 13 damage. I'm uh, going to attempt to do the giant thing. <laughs> Allow me to fail a roll real quick. What's the giant thing? Oh, the Goliath thing. Bruce doesn't take damage from tin cans. I don't take damage from scraps. And Bruce turns on this poor, poor thing. And uh, Bruce reduces that damage by 10. Okay. So that's three damage. And it had the audacity to miss me, correct? Once, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna fuck up a dice roll. That's a nat 20. Oh, okay. That is double dice? Yeah. That includes your superiority dice. Two, three. If there is one. Four, five, six, seven, eight, plus 10 is. That's going to be 28 damage. Fuck. Okay. 
All right, that one has finally entered the world of pain. Um, it still stands though. Uh, just just Bruce re- just takes a solid hit to the what's, to the thigh and then reaches out and just rips the thing's head off with one hand. What's the AC on these guys? The uh, fifteen, top of the round. Uh, I haul ass. Okay, you open this door and you step out here, and uh, Mister Underbrew is standing next to a cleaner, bulkier-looking machine. Uh, Ryan, could you please describe your next character for me? Oh, you're fucking me up right now, bud. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, We're about to. I have for for those of for those who are familiar with Overwatch, I have said that this character looks somewhat like Orissa, who is a big fucking like robot, obviously. But she has four. But she has. I'll I'll throw a picture in like the chat or something. But she looks like uh, she's kind of like centaur-ish. But you know, take get get rid of those back legs, and we're just like one big standing robot. And she's wearing. Uh, it's like a on. minotaur, right? Kinda, yeah. I guess. She. It, it's like Mataro for Mortal Kombat, but a but a robot. I don't know what that character looks like, so I can tell you. Wow, but bud. come on. I don't don't play Mortal Kombat. So, oh yeah, it's a Robotar. Yeah, standing in the, complete with the horns. Yeah, it's a no. It's it's minus the horns and minus two legs. And uh, okay, and uh, so she's a rounded, got, she's rounded got, like yeah. look. Okay, so she's got uh fucking cords coming out of the back of her head, and they're kind of tied together, so they kind of look like tied up dreads. And uh, she's wearing an apron because she's like a tinkerer. And, uh, yeah, so we talked about next campaign and potentially building things. This is an introduction to your backstory. Uh, how tall is this thing? Uh, tall. I'm gonna say... Bruce Tall? Yeah, I'd say Bruce Tall. Let's say just under. Old man Bruce Tall. have a sweet throwdown. Uh, and it's really nice that we met your character, uh, but what comes next is, uh, the thing says, do I attack the intruder? Or, in a weird voice, is like, uh, I'm going to have to change that voice later. And then he pulls a lever and he says, nah, I think I'm going to have this one handle it. The prototype. I'm still moving towards him. So as Thwad pulls a lever, the sound of clinking chains comes from the roof and from above drops a towering behemoth. It lands heavily on the stone, cracking the tiles and steps in front of you, standing nearly 20 feet tall. A humongous monstrosity made of stone and steel. In one hand is a gleaming sword, in the other hand is a vicious hammer. Its body is crude and blocky, but its face is chiseled into a perfect human visage. After it swats away the smaller robot, it steps forward, demonstrating a frightening amount of attention on Dylan. Uh, may want to change your mind as this thing brings its hammer down and swats the smaller robot through a wall and into this corner. It goes through two walls and is no longer on screen. You can pick him up on the next campaign. In the meantime, Blood Underbrew pulls a lever and uh, this thing steps over him and steps down onto the dies. Uh, what are you doing as you run into this room in front of this giant 15-foot square robot? How many giant or how many diamonds did Dylan just produce with his colon? Oh, none. I'm fine. You're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Do you? All right. Last <laughs> words. What do you do? If you if you know what you're doing, what do you do? Uh, is Thwad wearing metal armor? This matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, then I'll just move it next to Thwad because it won't provoke attack of opportunity. Yeah, that's fine. And that and that way I'm also not being flanked yeah, because that's a possibility. I sure, bud. Roughly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear you. Okay. 
Uh, you move up along this wall. Flawed uh, is near a doorway. Uh, he's pulled a big lever, and this robot is towering over the both of you. What do you do to Thwad? Uh I attack with the 23 since I have advantage since he has metal armor right now. Okay, you hit. Hit, and I'll be burning the charges also. And, oh, I was going to say I use Green Flame Blade. Okay, yeah, you do that. Hit. Fucking dirt pounders. Had to say it. Hasn't been mentioned in a while. But I feel like they're really bringing back... They're really bringing back that that dwarf meanness. 54. To what? Yeah, because I need to make sure he goes down so he doesn't escape while I have to deal with this fucking thing. Okay. And also, it will deal uh, 11 points of damage to the mech. 54, you said? Yep. 54 to Thwad, or Wad, or whatever is underbrew, and uh, 11 to the mech. And 11 to the mech. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dylan's turns up. That makes it. Roy. Oh wait, I do. I do yell out. Yeah, there's a giant fucking thing in here. Roy. All right. That is a 16 and a 17 to hit the guy in front of me. Still. Uh, they both hit. Fantastic. 18 total. Uh, okay. You take down a guard. Hell yeah. Describe that death. I'm gonna skewer both his eyes. Now they're just on the tip of the road. Again. An old Roy mainstay. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Anything uh, else? Oh, uh, Roy, you did have to stand up. Yeah. So you know. I mean, we were right next to each other. I didn't have to. I'm just saying you've used half your movement. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And what's left? Just the two Two warforks. And the goat, who will not stop. And the guy in the other room with Dylan. Two guys in the other room with Dylan, yeah. Bruce is going to interject here. Go help Dylan. I'll clean up this shit. I will head towards Dylan. Okay, uh, you run past the goat, who has already knocked you down and has thus labeled you as a nothing. How, what's your movement speed? Like 45 left over? All right, you're at this doorway. Yeah, I'm going to it, sorry. It is It is 35, but I mean, I, I'll... Ooh, okay, well, let's go ahead and put you in the room then. I'll take the bonus dash. I, yeah, you, uh, you come around the corner, and uh, Dylan's description of a big metal guy comes to full completion in your mind's eye as you see a towering uh, monstrosity, a giant huge constructed golem stands in front of you. It is a towering mass of stone and steel. It has two huge metal spiked hammers attached to it, and it, uh, like, on a scale of, like, like, abilities, like, if you were to size it up, if you had a minute and you were Bruce, you would probably know that it was a challenge rating 12 on its own, and it was supposed to be the second combat. <laughs> okay. And it's uh, uh I I'm gonna bonus action flick those eyes off the off the rapier and throw it at him. <laughs> okay, you do that. It's Bruce's turn. Um roll me that uh that oppose athletics check. Okay. And please get less than twenty. I did. Okay. So, uh, Bruce, still very frustrated with this robot, has the, who had the audacity to hit him, uh, just looks down and goes, I've had enough of you. And he palms down on the top of the robot's head, dealing 14 damage, tries to crush it into the ground, and fails, no, and then don't. gets mad. <laughs> no, you don't. It was his second attack. Oh, I see. His second attack was a miss. Uh, and then Bruce... Fed up with all of this missing bullshit, picks up what's left of it, and hurls it at the other one for a nat 20. 
Uh, the 14 damage crushes it into a crumpled can. The crumpled can destroys the other one. I don't think you can roll en- enough to not kill both of these. Uh, that wraps up the combat. Bruce uh, Bruce turns them into a hunk of scrap metal lying in a pile over here in the corner. And uh, the the goat knocks Sabobos down. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked, Sabobos! <laughs> the goat then turns the goat then turns to Mr. Grimm. You have to kill the goat. Mr. Grimm. <laughs> uh, it is Mr. Grimm's. No, it's Sabobos' turn. The it goat knocks, knocks down the over. last target. It, it only gets one knock down a turn at a turn. So sure? it's in your face. Yeah. I'd take the goat goat and I throw it. <laughs> it only has eighteen because, damage left. Well, it did leave your it did leave your attack of opportunity. Yeah, so it did promote an attack of opportunity. Okay, as it turns to, to, to Grim, where do you throw the goat? Uh, over at the automaton that, that I was fighting pre. It's all they're all gone. Oh, then they're just bodies. Yeah, there's nothing here anymore. There's only what Dylan and Roy are facing now. Then I just carry it and with me. Uh, it knocks Hang you on. down. <laughs> Hang on, that goat just attacked someone in the square next to me. This is true. Does that goat have an AC higher than 18? Nah. No. And uh, rather than spend another fucking 20 minutes fighting a goat, you you kill the goat. Okay. I did 17 damage. I hope yeah. so. I mean, it, re- it reverts back to a statue for the next three days. Aww. Way to go, goat. Y'all should name <laughs> it. Fucking goat. And Bruce just punches it. <laughs> Don't leave my goat. You better put it in your pocket. Sabobos reaches out, tries to pick it up, and immediately knocks Sabobos down to the ground again, and then Bruce knocks it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bruce, you still have movement, do you not? Or no, it's Sabobos' turn. Sabobos, what's your turn? Right. Yeah, that was I my reason. run into place. the keep. Okay. Uh, Sabobos, you have to go the long way like everybody else. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Uh, and it's difficult terrain all through here, so that's as far as you can get. Yeah, you can get to the door like everybody else. Okay. And, uh, that's Sabobos. Inside, through the open door, you see a towering golem. Uh, with swingy dangly chains, big old rock nuts, and it's straight off the metal the metal album, probably from Sweden. Uh, Mr. Grimm, it's your turn. This golem has truck nuts. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I got it. I'm now intimidated. I'm less confident than I was 30 seconds ago. I just make my way into the room. Is Should I blow the wall more open? Nah, I'll just make my way. Uh, you might as well, because oh. Gr- uh, Bruce has to get in somehow. Yeah, sixteen foot Bruce has to get in there somehow. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can blow the wall. We're, we're do, we are we're go back to a kaiju fight here. Uh, yeah, you might as well take the wall down. Um, yeah, sure. Let's let's how are you doing that? Um, <laughs> give me a second to look at something to see if I want to be absolutely wild. Please do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, it still won't do it enough. It's, that's uh, only a little bit more weight. Alright, well, I was gonna see if I could catapult one of those uh, heaping bodies of the things, but I can't... They they most likely weigh more than... Yeah. Five pounds. No, I could cast it all the way up to, like, 30 pounds, but they weigh more uh, than that. Should you use the goat? Them. They're a scrap heap. You could use a piece of them, but, like, what do you do? Uh, yeah, fuck it. I'll just, uh, I'll just... Sh- yeah, I'll just shatter the wall. Okay. You cast shatter in the last section of this uh, piece of wall kind of takes out the uh, the rubble that was going to fall, go ahead and falls out of the way. And, uh, yeah, Bruce can get through now. He might have to duck or, or scramble to get through the area. Uh, I'm going to apply uh, 1,600 pounds of applied coercion when I get there. And that makes it the bottom of the round. That makes it Underbrew's turn. Uh, Underbrew uses the disengage action, goes through the doorway behind him, and uh, slams it shut. The golem rolled two attacks on Dylan for 23 and 24. 
uh, and did a total of 26 damage. Which, how much to, uh, did one attack do? 26 is the first Just attack. One. Okay. And the second attack did 32. Fuck. I'll uncanny dodge a second. Uh, as it just pounds Dylan into the wall. tavern goers thanks again for joining us for another adventure on torchlit tavern hopefully you've been listening to us leading up to arc 4 but if not you can always go back to our beginning or if you are less inclined i have provided a summary of the story so far at the beginning of episode 50 if you are looking for other ways to listen to us we can be found on apple podcasts spotify stitcher youtube podbean or any of your preferred podcasting services please continue to share like and most importantly rate us on whatever your preferred service may be. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you truly love our show and want to go above and beyond our dreams, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon backslash Torchlit Tavern, where we can reward you with bonus content, including blooper episodes, additional lore, or bonus episodes. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com or visit our website at torchlittavern.com. We also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching Torchlit Tavern. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. You can find Ryan at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. You can find Jeff at Big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter. And you can find Randall on Instagram at Argo Omega. Additional music used in this episode was from Incompitech.com, used under the Creative Commons license. The songs used were Scheming Weasel, Slower Version, Western Streets, Big Rock, and Noise Attack by Kevin McLeod. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Fecular Warlock, dear. Dylan always liked a good pounding. <laughs> yeah. Can't we end it with Bruce coming through the front of this building like the Kool-Aid man? I want to end it like a Kool-Aid man. No, that's how we start. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs>